You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is brought to you by our partners at Novant Health Orthopedics. Runners like you are always on the move. Twisted ankles and broken bones can't wait, and neither should you. Novon Health offers walk-in appointments and same-day care at select orthopedic clinics to help you get back on pace. Visit novonhealth.org slash ortho now to learn more. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. As we have said and heard many times on this program, everyone has their reason to run. We checked in with this year's Novant Health Charlotte Marathon participants and asked them why they run with us. Many of you were happy to share your stories with us, including Jurgen Bucano, who wrote this to us. This marathon will be the 10th time I've run this race as a longtime Charlotte resident and my 12th marathon overall. From my first Charlotte marathon as a 41-year-old in 2005 to this marathon, which occurs several months before my 60th birthday, I've seen this event grow into one of the most fun running events in North Carolina. Naturally, we were excited to hear that and more from Jurgen and what makes the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon such a must-do. Jurgen, welcome to the Running Around Charlotte podcast. And I got to say right off, thank you so much for the kind words. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. I'm excited to, to, to talk to you guys. So you've run 12 marathons and Charlotte are, are, are 10 of them, right? Yeah, that's exciting. That's <laughs> that, that, that is exciting. What are what are some of the changes that you've seen? The uh, you know w- improvements or whatever. Um, you've obviously run different iterations of the course and so forth. But what are some of the things that stand out to you in in how this has evolved over time? So uh, first of all, when I when I moved to Charlotte, um, I kind of had the goal of running a marathon. I'd gotten into running because. Um, we're starting to have children, and I read the scary statistic that, you know, um, basically when uh, you start having babies and kids that you start eating more, that those pounds aren't coming off. So I started <laughs> running more seriously, uh, first with baby strollers and then without. And at the time, I think you had one marathon that went from Davidson to Uptown, and that collapsed yeah. at some point. And uh, uh, then basically in 2004, um I just tried one uh, over in Myrtle Beach, and yep. it was so much fun that I decided to to, to run. Actually, 2005, and uh, it was that that um, November, I think, that you ran, or December, that you ran this um, ev- event for the first time. Yeah, and it was small at first, and I remember it was in December, mm-hmm. so during one of the Advent weekends. And I remember that drivers were always kind of angry because they wanted to do the Christmas shopping and. Here we were out there running. <laughs> the other thing that, that I remember about these. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, but it was nice for me because I had um, all of the fall to get ready, and of course, a lot of fairly cool weather. And what I liked about the early years is that there were bands. I still remember a a band on Sharon and Wendover that played, and then another one in Plaza Midwood. But what I would say uh, the biggest difference is that there's just been a lot more crowd support over the years. I think sure. basically as you've run it every mm-hmm. year and uh, you moved it forward a little bit to get into somewhat warmer weather, I can just see there's more enthusiasm, particularly mm-hmm. in the back half of the race around um, 
Plaza uh, uh, Midwood and um, and Noda. And then the other great thing uh, that you have now that you didn't have then is the greenways. Uh, yeah, I love the sure. greenway running. I, I wish you, you did even more of it because that to me is the absolute favorite part. Oh, well, thank you for your kind words. Um, yeah, and so for, for those of you who are kind of trying to figure out, well, if this was the first race in 2005, how did he run before? The, there was another marathon that we um, eventually replaced. It went out of business. Yeah. It was called the Run for Peace Marathon, and it did, in fact, run from Davidson mm-hmm. down to Charlotte from Davidson University uh, or college down to Queens University uh, was is a kind of Boston-esque thing. But um, our first year was... Uh, 2005 and uh this is our 20th year coming up and when we first started we were in december for several years eight or nine years i think through through maybe 2010 was i think the last year in december somebody offended me and said it's kind of cold for a winter marathon and i was (laughs) deeply hurt that they would consider a december 10th marathon winter and so we moved to november just to soothe my hurt feelings <laughs> and, it, and it's actually turned out to be a good move yeah. i mean there's so much going yeah, on. you're yeah, you're right so. people yeah. are out christmas shopping there's bowl games there's everything else going on and uh november's been very good to us but you know back to you um how how do you prepare for the marathons like if if you're if you're kind of locked in on doing maybe one a year or one every couple of years how do you ramp up from not doing a marathon to to being prepared to to run one well it's basically whatever my my body allows ideally i would actually run two and there have been uh, times that i've run a spring marathon or a summer one which is why i have more marathons than the attempts in charlotte Uh, but usually i'm pretty beaten up after the marathon i need to recover and um, so typically i would get into it uh, about february or march and then do a lot of running um, in the spring and in the summer, I would then uh, cut down on the long, long runs, but do lots of short runs almost daily, about three or four miles, so that the total mileage stays the same. I have to say, I'm not one of those people who uh, trains 40 to 50 miles uh, each week. I think you can see that from my time. Uh, I'm a recreational and a hobby runner, and I've got enough injuries that I actually I can't, I can't run that much. I, I have to prepare for the marathon, basically running the marathon distance a week, which is 26.2. And and that's kind of my goal for the peak. Uh, but that's probably also uh, the secret to my longevity because I just never really ran my body into the ground. I'm, it's always just good enough that every fall, hopefully, um, I'll be ready to do it again. And you're talking like you're a really old man and you're not. So, so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, come on, man. You're not that old. It's like, <laughs> no. and, and, and granted, we all have kids here. So, yeah. So there are some days we all feel like, you know, we are really, really old. But um, but with the family and the kids, and all, is anybody else in the family running with you? Yeah. So I'm I'm the only one uh, who runs uh, long distance. Mm-hmm. My, my wife runs short distances in the morning. My son has been running off and on over the years. We're also we're all mega hikers. I don't know if you've seen the story in the uh, paper about a 92 year old man becoming the oldest person to hike rim to rim Grand Canyon. Yes. So that's my that's my father in law, and I was with no. him, and so was my wife. <laughs> and, 
That's fantastic. Wow. Okay, note to self, I'm going to make sure that we put a link to that uh, article in the show notes here yep. for this one too, because I did read that. I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. And it's related to you. That's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Small yeah, world, of course, right? it was three weeks before this marathon. So so I was actually preparing for that and the marathon at the same time. Oh, wow. You, you hiked with him? Yeah. Damn, that's awesome. Rim to rim. How <laughs> yeah. long did that take? It took exactly 21 hours and 15 minutes over two days. No kidding. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So wow. um, so it was basically, um, to answer your question, hiking is my cross-training for running, and running is my cross-training for hiking. So so I, I do considerably more than just the running, but it's um, it, it's not all running. A lot of it is hiking. It's stairs. It's, um, it's other forms of movement. Yeah. How yeah. far? How far is it? I'm just curious. I'm not trying to get off on this. But I, it is twenty three point five miles. How many? Twenty three point five. Twenty three point five. So you're you're doing yes. about a mile an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's a mile up and a mile down. So it's, it's the, the elevation that absolutely beats you up. And of course, I was walking with a ninety two year old. I think if I <laughs> myself, I might be a little faster. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Exactly. Fair point. Let's not let that fact get exactly. lost, right? But still, it's... it's no, I mean, it's, it's, it's really hard. I mean, it's just like basically a stair-stepping for hours. I mean, it's yeah. just, um, it goes up and down. Yeah. So uh, in in your regular life, outside of uh, your, your training and stuff, you're a college professor, right? That's correct. Tell us more about that. So I um, got hired here in Charlotte, at, at UNC Charlotte, in 1999 to build a Latin American studies program. So then, so, since then, I've been teaching about Latin America and history, and we also built up a new program in capitalism studies. So I've been real active at the university. I've been the program director and the department chair. It's a, it's a very exciting, growing university, a really great place for me professionally. And of course, one thing that is nice about um, being a college professor is that you have um, uh, f- fairly flexible schedules so that you, you have your teaching um, uh, uh, multiple times a week, but then um, you're able to find time in, uh, early in the morning to run. Uh, you have time in the night to run. So so one of the nice things about being a professor is that I, I work 60-hour weeks easily, but they're my 60 hours. And that's nice. Now, no offense here, Jürgen, but... Um... I, I find this fascinating. You don't have a Latin American accent. <laughs> how, how did that? How did that work? <laughs> and for those who don't know, his uh, Jürgen's uh, German. Um, so how did you get involved in Latin America? Like, why not European American or something along those lines? How did how did you get involved in Latin American studies? So I got involved in it because uh, my family actually. My great-great-grandfather moved to Mexico in, uh, at the uh, end of the U.S. Civil War, so in 1865. He first wow. moved to New York, no and then uh, during the Civil War, and then after that, he moved to Mexico, uh, really to collect a debt, and then he got stuck, and the family has never left. And so my grandparents were actually born, on my father's side, they were born in Mexico, and I was actually born a Mexican citizen. I'm a, I'm a naturalized German and then naturalized American. So I actually do have... Um, 
some Mexican connections. And at World Cup time, there are three countries that I root for in the, in the soccer World Cup. <laughs> so it's hard that. to lose, right? <laughs> exactly. Your odds on favor. You, you got most of the bases so, yeah. covered. Oh, man. That, that's pretty cool. So do you, do you have, uh, are you a citizen in all three or you just have status in all three? How does that work? I have, I have a dual German American citizen. My, my father naturalized me when I was two months old. And I guess if I, if, I, if I wanted to, I could probably reclaim it. But I mean, it would only make my life more complicated. I, I don't know what it is. Just now worth so, a squeeze but, on that one. Huh? Yeah, I, I, do, I do go there every summer. And uh, it's a marvelous place to run on, on the Sunday when they um, shut one of the main avenues down and you can, uh, you can hike. So it's really a, a great thing. That is cool. And do you still have family over there and in Mexico as well? Yes, I have family in Germany and in Mexico. Oh, and I, man, I would cool. imagine you probably speak several languages then too. Yeah, I, I do. I do speak Spanish fluently and German, and I read some other languages too. That's incredible. I'm I'm so fascinated by the yeah many languages like two is two is cool but when you get into three four and five like that <laughs> yeah. is just I, I i wish i wish i had taken time to study when i was in there high school go. and college different languages there you go my, my my brother i think speaks seven or eight but he doesn't run so i have that on <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, oh, I, I think you're cooler. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic, man. So, so are you uh, are you going to participate again this year, Jurgen? Yes, I've already Marathon? signed up. You've already signed well, up. There Good you go, you. man. That's a, that sounds like a plan. We're going to have to have some sort of affinity, infinity, affinity program for those who are like, hey, if you run ten, you become or twelve. Or yeah, some I like number. we had that. Like, down there. Yeah. You, you're a lifetime member. No, no dues necessary. No dues necessary. And, and we, it's a great oh, club. Cool. We have jackets. No, I don't know. That, that's awesome. So, so now that we're, we're at the time of this recording, we're, you know, into a new semester and, you know, which means the slippery slope to, you know, spring break and the, and the summer and all of that. Will you, begin your training for Charlotte sometime this summer? And how do you manage that with your, with your travel to, uh, to Europe and or Mexico every year? Well, first of all, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm here most of the time because I've got, of course, work to do. And sure, even yeah. when there's semester break, I've, I've got, uh, things to do. So, so my plan is to spend spring break in the Grand Canyon, actually to do some hiking. Nice. And, um, I have to recover my Achilles, but we have my Achilles between now and then because that one's still beat up from the last marathon. Uh, and then uh, basically when I reemerge from the Grand Canyon, I will start a, a training program through May or June to get me back up to that uh, 25 mileage plateau. And nice. uh, I will almost do it as if I uh, were to run a half. So I'm going to train up to 11 or 12 mile long runs. And then in the summer, I will cut those. I will go um, through that same mileage, but only three to five miles uh, uh, so that I come out at 25 a week. So it's going to be maybe six runs a week as opposed to three or four now. And then when it gets cooler around uh, August, I mean, which is not cool, but yeah. um, <laughs> then I, I, I have to in August, I have to start doing the long runs. And so no matter how hot it is, I will do that. And uh, I've got one trip planned to Germany in 
late July and early August so that I actually can do some long runs without worrying about the heat. And so um, I try to plan uh, whatever trips I do so that they help me with the running too. Oh, like where your head's at, man. Like where your head's at. I think I might just go over to Gastonia this summer and run over there. That's about <laughs> as far as I'm able to get, man. Yeah, it's just a like, little bit hotter. <laughs> hey, hey, Crowder's Mountain is awesome. That's a great place to train. That is totally fair, man. I, I as I tell everybody, oh, I'm training for this ultra or that or that trail race or other thing. There's nothing at Crowder's Mountain that won't prepare you for any place you're running. Now, unless you're going to run, I'm going to run the you know that that. 200 miler down there in Florida. I'm like, well, you don't need to go out to Crowder's, but, <laughs> but <You're> anything right. <laughs> else. Yes, you are correct, sir. Crowder's yeah. Mountain will get you ready for anything, including yeah, the Charlotte Marathon. So, yeah. so how do people get in touch with you if, uh, if they want to touch base and say, hey, I'd love to learn more about Latin American studies or Germany or running the Charlotte Marathon? Uh, how, do, how do we find you? They would... Um Find me my, my university website and my email. Uh, I um, I respond very quickly. I always love to hear from the uh, the public, whether it's about running or uh, or my scholarly passions. Or uh, you'll also find my publications online. Oh, right on, man! Very we'll nice. make sure you put that in the show notes too. There was uh, there was a guy for those who who don't know. Um, this past year, we had participants 2023 from 47 states and 13 countries believe it or not and one of them was a german guy that i just by chance ran into at the expo and started talking to him and i said why why the charlotte marathon if you live in germany and he said well actually i'm i'm here on business travel and was just kind of like I'm a marathon runner was looking for something to do. And this kind of matched my schedule. So, um, we, we're starting to get that contingency of, uh, of, uh, German runners, Jurgen. So that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish I could introduce you two back then, well, but I don't need to run into them. But anyway, 13 countries, I thought that was, that yeah. was pretty cool. And, you know, a testament to what, to what you're saying is that like it, the, the event is growing and, and doing well. And we're, we continue to be challenged by finding new and innovative innovative ways to up the experience level. So we appreciate you reaching out and saying, Hey, I, you know, I've kind of done these things and would, would love to talk I can't to hear you. So, so thank you for being on the show. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Yeah, now I can hear you. Okay, there you go. So I was just saying, you know, we we continue to be. Uh, thank you very much for um, responding to the to the questionnaire and and offering your perspective on the marathon and getting letting us get to know you a little bit better. We really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. It was a lot of fun for me too. Thank you so much. All right, Jurgen. All right, my friend. Thanks so much. And we'll see you at All the twentieth right. anniversary in November, friend. Yep, we'll see you there. All right. Looking forward to it. Bye now. Thanks, Bye. man. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.